Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Well, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. We're brought to you by SeatGeek today. I'll tell you more about them in a bit. Told you a lot about them in the past. They've been very, very helpful to the uh, sustainability of the show. Um, but I'm going to do a very specialized show today, and I'm not sure what else we got to entail for the rest of the week. Definitely we'll do a Twitter Thursday at some point, you know, definitely do a Twitter conversation. Uh, I'm not sure if we'll get five in or not this week. I did a short yesterday for you guys. I just want to talk about Colin Kaepernick. Um, he's in the news right now. I'm recording this Monday, 6 o'clock p.m. here in Pittsburgh. Um, as of now, he's in the news, but he's always been in the news lately. You know, why isn't he being signed? You know, the whole national anthem thing, of course. Um, but he's in the news lately because apparently Baltimore's kicking the tires on him. And I tweeted out a couple hours ago that Baltimore absolutely should sign Colin Kaepernick. And I'll be honest, you know, let's start from scratch here. The whole national anthem thing bothers me, but who am I to judge? You know, I mean, I, I respect his freedom of speech. That's not what this is. This podcast is about, though. I'm not here to tell you if I agree or disagree with what he's doing. I will say that he's considered a smart young man with a lot of interests, very well liked by his teammates, pretty hard worker. You know, not exactly Tom Brady, but he's not a slacker either. He's not Johnny Manziel. You know, I mean, he has a lot of views on things and seems to be, from what I understand by good sources, well-liked and respected by his teammates. You know, does that mean owners across the country are excited about him? Obviously not. Um, I understand that distraction. And for a long time, I viewed the Kaepernick situation differently than I do now. I've rethought it over the past several weeks, and I haven't been asked about it in a while. But I used to look at the Kaepernick situation and say... Man, this guy hasn't evolved as a quarterback. You know, yeah, he's a great athlete. He's got a great arm. But he's not getting leaps and bounds better. And there weren't a lot of spots in the league where I thought, boy, he would be a good fit as a number two or a project or maybe more, who knows, type of situation. Because he does have a very different type of playing style, you know, that you would have to alter your playbook a little bit if your starter were to go down. And I still kind of believe that, you know, that he throws a lot of things on a line, hard, not a lot of touch. Yeah, he runs probably more than he should. But I've reevaluated it a little bit, and I kind of, you know, and I'm not doing this just to troll for, you know, people to, to get behind me or to pay attention to this thing, but... I feel like he's being paid a massive disservice right now by the NFL. That if you rank all the quarterbacks on the planet right now, and it's not like he's old, you know, like a Ryan Fitzpatrick or one of these dudes or Josh McCown. I mean, that obviously the book is written on them as a player. McCown's st- or Kaepernick's still a young guy, you know. But if you rank all the quarterbacks in the world, he might be in the top thirty. 
He's definitely in the top 40. And yes, he doesn't have your typical Tom Brady, Dan Marino skill set. But so don't a lot of successful quarterbacks. Here's Cam Newton. He went to Super Bowl two years ago. Newton's better than Kaepernick. I get that. But isn't good coaching doing what players do well and not putting them in a situation where they're in a bind or don't, you know, or play left-handed, so to speak? I mean, Harbaugh did that remarkably well with Kaepernick in a run-first offense. You know, the remember the Frank Gore years and the very, very diverse um, running game and, you know, great defense. And he's hard to play against. You know, he is a difference maker on the field. He has remarkable talents. And to be honest, I think he had a really good year for the for the 49ers last year and didn't get the credit he deserved for it. I mean, through very, very few interceptions, and he values the football very well. He's not a bad decision maker. He's not a massive risk taker. That team last year, remember, they had the second pick in the draft. I mean, and they earned it. If it wasn't for the Browns, they'd been picking at the top. I mean, remember the receivers in San Francisco last year? Awful. I mean, historically awful. And he still put up okay numbers. I thought he was exceptional in the red zone. I think you can make the uh, the argument that he is possibly the best running quarterback in the league. I mean, certainly in the conversation. Um, I thought he got a lot better in the pocket, even though... His supporting cast is flat out awful. I mean, including his line, including his running game. I mean, Hyde went down. I mean, who are the tight ends? Who are the receivers? I mean, remember the Niners team last year. But I thought he did a lot better job of staying patient in the pocket and not just tucking and running. Um, When he does run, he is lightning. You know, those big strides. And, you you know, people make the mistake of... Hey, he's just a running quarterback. Well, it's an asset still. You know, I mean, could he be a better passer? Sure. He's never going to be Tom Brady or Dan Marino. You know, but if you design runs for him, he's dangerous as could be. You know, Tyrod Taylor types, Russell Wilson when he's healthy, Cam Newton, they designed the whole running game around the guy and went to the Super Bowl. And yeah, they're paying the price a little bit for it now. But that doesn't, you know, we're talking about a backup quarterback here. We're talking about an unemployed player, you know, and I'm comparing them to guys that are clear starters. Um, Is he ever going to be a great drop-it-in-a-bucket deep type thrower? No, but he's got a monster arm. And like I said, he does throw too much on the line, including some of the short stuff. He'll knock people over that are in front of him, throw some lasers. But that's also not the worst trait in the world to have either. You know, I mean, the guy has a big arm. He's got light feet. He's got elite athleticism. I mean, he has big strengths to his offense. There's just no doubt about that. And a coach or two out there couldn't use that as a backup and, you know, refine those skills a little more while your starter gets the majority of the snaps. Um I just think that I used to think that he's just not good enough for the headache. And now I think people just don't want to put up with the, the national anthem thing. 
which is to each their own. I mean, I can understand why an owner wouldn't want to do that. But he deserves to be an employed NFL quarterback and maybe even a starter. Um, I mentioned to you about SeatGeek. You know, the, the, the season's right around the corner. You know, get your, your tickets now for preseason games, NFL games. Uh, SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats to fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Here's what you do. You get 20 bucks off. I've told you about this deal before. If you haven't cashed in on it now, you're nuts. Download the SeatGeek app right now and enter my promo code LONFL. That's promo code LONFL for your 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek purchase. It's that easy. You got to do it. Why on earth wouldn't you? You know you're going to go to a concert or something along the lines, let alone an NFL game coming up. Last thing I want to do today for this uh, issue or this episode of Locked on NFL. So I'm going to go through every 32 teams very quickly. Should they consider or have considered Kaepernick? Um, also, I want you to get in touch with me on Twitter at Williamson NFL for ideas for shows. I probably will do one show of all the recent news, injuries, uh, resignings. I don't want to get into too many rumors yet. Camp isn't really breaking yet. I will be at Steelers camp uh, Wednesday and Thursday this week, too. Um, maybe we'll do a Twitter session somewhere in there as well. So get in touch with me there. Uh, and please spread the word on the Locked On NFL podcast. We are growing well. Uh, we could use some more iTunes reviews for sure. So let's go to a division by division. New England, no. <laughs> Just no. Okay. The Jets, I'm not saying he would be their answer forever and ever. And I understand that you want McCown to be the teach the petty and Hackenberg guy. You know, okay. And those guys are all different players than Kaepernick. But he'd probably be better than anyone the Jets have. Buffalo. He'd be the ideal backup for Tyrod Taylor. They did just trade Cardell Jones, who, um, despite stereotypes, is not nearly as athletic as Kaepernick or Tyrod Taylor. And I do think eventually, big picture, they're looking for more of a Peterman-type game manager. So that might be the style they're trying to get away from. But what if Taylor gets hurt this year? You know, I mean, Kaepernick to Buffalo makes perfect sense to me. Miami... Not really. You know, I mean, they got their one, they got their two. Um, did I skip a team in that division? I had New England, Miami, the Jets, Buffalo. Right. Baltimore is the one everyone's talking about. Yes. Absolutely yes. This is a team, Flacco's played poorly. He's he's making more money than anyone in the league. And I'm not saying Kaepernick would come in and threaten Flacco's job. Well, I ain't saying, but I'm just saying, you know, that if... Flacco plays like he did last year, and they're two and four, two and five. It might be time to examine that. Hey, we got to go. Joe's got to go at the end of the year, and maybe you hand it to Kaepernick. And what I think is a great special teams and defensive team need to run the ball a lot more, and that would fit him and take deep shots. You know, when Flacco's be better at that, uh, but. Depending, I mean, who knows exactly what the foundation of that offense is going to be or has been, but I think he's a very good fit there. 
Cleveland, no. They got a couple guys. Go with that and build for youth, no. Pittsburgh, no. Um, if they wouldn't have drafted Dobbs, maybe. But no. How about Cincinnati? I mean, McCarron's going to move on probably at the end of the year. I guess not because Kaepernick would come in and not, maybe not even be your two. But he might. I mean, I wouldn't hate having him in the organization if I were the Bengals right now with an awful offensive line like he played behind last year. Indy, uh, probably not. You know, I mean, clearly Luck doesn't have a good backup. But I don't think they care, you know, that they're just going to put you know, all their eggs in the luck basket. But what if his shoulder's not right? You know, I mean, Kaepernick could be your opening day starter. I mean, they're not going to win with defense, so that's for sure. How about Houston? Yeah, I mean, he's very different than Savage, very different than O'Brien-like quarterbacks, but he has some Watson similarities. There's a good chance that Watson or Savage isn't worthy of being a week one starter. You got a great defense. You got a great chance to win that division. Jacksonville makes sense to me. Sign them to a two-year deal. If Bortles stinks, move on from Bortles. Have Kaepernick in place and replace Bortles as the season goes on and draft the guy. What's wrong with Jacksonville? I mean, that, that's a great fit. And who cares about Chad Henney? How about Tennessee? You're happy with Matt Castle as your perennial backup? He's awful. Put Kaepernick in there and it'd be an ideal backup for Mariota. San Diego, no, they just traded for Cardell Jones. Kansas City, no, they just they're gonna move on from Alex Smith soon and Mahomes is in place. Raiders, probably not. You know, they just gave Carr a bazillion dollars. You know, probably not. Do you want to make it a three headed race in Denver? Maybe. You know, does that mean you'd have to ch- cut Chad Kelly though? I mean, that's a guy I don't think they want to get rid of, that's for sure. Probably not, but he might be better than anyone Denver has right now. And again, on a team that's going to win with defense in a running game. I mean, you know how much better Denver's running game would be with Colin Kaepernick as their starting quarterback? NFC. Dak's backup? Not the worst thing I've ever heard. Eli's backup? No. Just doesn't fit the system. They drafted a guy. They have Geno. No. Um, Wentz's backup? I don't think. I think you just let Wentz develop as is. Um, Washington. I don't know that he would really fit the system, but Cousins probably isn't going to be there next year. You have nothing in place for the future. You could at least bring him on board and see if you like him and then draft a guy. Or you know, I don't think that's horrendous. The rest of the NFC. Green Bay, no. I mean, Hundley will probably leave soon, but no. Minnesota, again, defense, plays sort of close to the vest, would certainly improve a dreadful running game if Bradford would go down. I don't think he could compete with Bradford. But as number two, I kind of like that. I mean, add Delvin Cook and Colin Kaepernick to your running game if Bradford were to go down. Chicago, no. I mean, they have their young guy. They have their big money guy in Glennon, no. Um, Detroit, Probably not. That's a get-it-out-of-your-hands-quick. They're about to invest huge in Stafford, although they have nothing to speak of at the backup quarterback position, which kind of brings me to the point of if you have a guy like Lubbock in the league and you can't have Colin Kaepernick in the league. All right. Um, Atlanta, I don't know that he'd fit that system all that well. I don't think he'd fit in New Orleans. Carolina? Hmm. 
He's better than Derek Anderson. He's a lot better than Derek Anderson. You could run the exact same offense with him and, and Newton. Newton gets hurt a lot. Newton's body is a battering ram. How about Carolina? Tampa wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Um, I wish he was a better deep passer for, for Tampa Bay. Um, but he would improve a bad running game if Jameis were to go down. I think you could still do a handful, you know, a majority of your offense. It, it, you know, wouldn't have to totally scrap it with Kaepernick behind center. Um, how about the West? Seattle, to me, is the best fit. You know, they played against this guy. They know how hard he is to, to play against. They went out and signed some joker instead of Kaepernick. They missed the boat there. I'm critical of them more than anyone at this point, unless Baltimore doesn't sign him. Be perfect ideal. Ideal guy to replace, you know, to back up Wilson. Um, St. Louis, no. Just because that's not the system. And you got to put all your attention into Goff. Arizona. He's better than Drew Stanton. Palmer is old. Maybe one and done at this point. Sign Kaepernick to a two-year deal and at least have him in the mix. And if Palmer goes down, you can still probably be a contender this year. Works for me. Um, who else are we missing in there? I got the... Oh, the Niners. Um, I guess not on the Niners. <laughs> you know, I think that ship has sailed. And the ship has sailed for today's Locked On NFL podcast. We will talk soon. See you.